graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think? When I step up in the place, they know I step correct. All the check, I got that hang on shit that make you put your neck She wore all the check, then you know we come through to wreck the discotheque I got you all the check, throw your hands up in the air, don't ever disrespect I got you all the check It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here Thank you so much for having me on your podcast Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And Paul, I don't know when this episode comes out, but if I go at my usual pace, this will probably come out a week before my birthday. The big four o, and I have the big o, the big four o, and I don't have any plans. Uh, you know, it's sad and it's kind of pathetic that I don't have any real, real plans. It's my fortieth birthday. And coincidentally, it was also the 40th anniversary of Star Wars. I should have saved that for the second half of the show, the nerdy news. But so when Star Wars came out, I was still inside my mommy's belly. But now it's my 40th birthday coming up. And right now, it's like, I would love to, I would love to like go out and do something. But, and it's not, you know, and I've had a couple bucks recently. Like I've gone out to a couple shows. (laughs) I've had a couple bucks, you know. I I mean, it's nice to have, it's nice to have like money in my pocket. Not that I'm like going out there and spending money like a madman, but like, you know, well, you see me enough when I go to your job, to, when I go to the movies on Thursday nights, when, <laughs> when, when I'm shooting, when I, I know I have your work Friday morning. And like I think Thursday, every, like every Thursday, like clockwork, here comes this gentleman walking up to my box office and I'm going, oh God. What well, because like every Thursday there's been a movie that I've kind of wanted to see. I mean, like, okay, the, what, the last kind one, of. yeah, well. I think, well, okay, the last one I saw was Wonder Woman, but we'll get to that in the second half of the show. And let me tell you, people, let's just, I mean, let's bury the lead. I did not like Wonder Woman, but we'll save that for the second half of the show. A couple weeks ago, it's and I don't think... it has a female lead. Yeah, and I'm an evil misogynist scumbag bastard. I don't bastard. know, but he's a bastard. But it was the, the the week before that, it was Alien Resurrection. Or not Alien Resurrection, what am I saying? Alien uh, Covenant, which was... Disappointing at best. It was, you know, and you know what it is? I didn't see Prometheus. This is more of a Prometheus Part 2 than it was an Aliens movie. Like, I mean, obviously there were aliens in it, and it's called fucking Aliens. But it was more of a... Um, well, the whole intention of them uh, naming it Alien Covenant instead of Prometheus 2 or whatever they were going to name it yeah. was to bring more people in, and it failed miserably. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't even good. It, like, there's, there's some movies that are great, some movies that are... It wasn't good. It was serviceable. Like, it's definitely a red box rental or whatever, you know, like if you could see it, like if you could see it, it catch it on cable or on Netflix, let me, you can give it a view, but um, I didn't, uh, let me just, I, I wasn't head over heels. Let me just say it this way. 
working at the movie theater business now, like mm. there are movies now that I see that come out in the movie theater and I look at them and I go, that should go straight to DVD or that should go to Netflix. That's usually what I say yeah. is Netflix. Because you got like, for example, you got um, this new Diary of a Wimpy Kid. It's not doing as well. The people that are in it look like somebody that you would just do a straight to DVD. Yeah, yeah it does. With. You know, uh, yeah, the Diary. And, and, and it's sad because like my daughter's half brother, when he was, he was like primary age for like a prime demographic for when oh, that yeah. movie came out. And, you know, and I sort of like, they, I, I don't know, it's kind of weird because it's not really a reboot because. No, it's not it, a reboot. It's it's actually another But they story, kept the, they kept the animation from the book. Well, they kept, you know, the, the characters from the books, like the, when they, I guess they kind of yeah. have like, just like the intros, like the cartoon, but it was all these all new characters. And, you know, it's all new people playing these. And obviously, you know, the kid that's a wimpy kid is probably like high school age now. So it's not going right. to, but, you know, and you got the Captain Underpants. Uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm not, well, they can, then again, I, my daughter isn't into that right now. So like, you know, I, we didn't see that. Um, but back to like going to the movies the week before that though, I cheated on you and I went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, the last episode we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I thought you came, I, I, I know you went to there, but didn't you, then you, didn't you see that one too? Okay. No, well, no, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I saw it here in the local, the, well, the local IMAX theater out here, the, the Tinsel yeah. Town. I went to Tinsel Town. And had the arranged, you know, they had the arranged seating, and and it's a, th- like that. Do they they have arranged seating? They in there? they move the arranged seating to the IMAX now. Oh god! So it's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. But you know, there's well, just- well, it, it, funny funny thing about that is, is they've always had like um what is it? They've always had like numbers and letter like like when you go to like yeah a play in a, a seat yeah they always right, numbers, right, right. They so always they've always the had that in the IMAX. They just never did it because well why do you need to do it and it was only for it was only because like for special shows yeah but there again imax all of a sudden went from having those like special like natural geographic ones Mm -hmm. to like all of a sudden now it's just we're just gonna put movies up you know so because of that they didn't use it anymore so it it makes sense that they're doing it but uh, it's not luxury seating right no, no, it's not luxury seating. It's the same. It's the same seats. It's arranged seating now. But let me tell you, because I was, I was there, and they go, like, I, I want to say the movie was like, let's say it was like a ten fifteen show. Um, I went and I got out of work at nine. I got there like at nine thirty, mm-hmm. and there was literally four seats left. And it was like there was like a single seat. It's it's, <laughs> it, it's basically what happens. Here's what you got to understand about IMAX. IMAX with luxury seating or without, and I hope they don't go to luxury seating because I think they, no, they can that pack would be, more people. That would be stupid. Right. They can pack more people in without it. Um, with the, the thing is, is IMAX sells out like this. So you getting being able to get tickets when you did was very lucky because I'm going to tell you something right now. It usually sells out the week. Like, let's say it comes out, it's going to come out this Friday. Mm-hmm. By Thursday, it's sold out for the whole weekend. Just like the basically the luxury the- theaters are now. Yeah. Except the difference is, is the luxury theaters have like 30 to like between 30 and 100 seats in each theater. Mm-hmm. 100 seats if they're lucky. Um, the IMAX has about what three to four hundred. It's probably about four hundred, mm-hmm. four to five hundred, I think, in that IMAX theater. If I remember, I haven't been in there in a long time. But what I'm trying to say is, is basically, it's, it's very, it's very. They're they're making more money, right? Than, than, yeah, luxury, and, and that, they've always done that. that. That's the thing. Like I, I've always like they've always been able to sell that theater out no matter what was going on. Now they had problems with their regular before they put the luxury in. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing as well, but you know it is what it is. So. 
Yeah, th- but like I went and it was me and then there was there was a single seat and then there was three seats behind me that were empty. And I said, you know what? Let me not be an asshole. Let me fill the fucking single seat. So I filled the single seat. And you know, and I've, look, I'm a big guy and I'm not going to lie. The movie I was kind of like. I had, How much was that, by the way? I was it had to be like $13. Oh, God, that's so expensive. But, you know, but look, you know, I'm not. It's it's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a movie you have to see in IMAX. You have to see in 3D. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't generally prefer I don't on purpose go for the 3d screenings but that's one of the movies where you kind of you know if you're going to go see it you know i'll spend that three four extra dollars uh to go see it in the in you know 3d so but the one thing i kind of liked is that and this is totally just me being egotistical um was that like i went and i knew people in the theater like not not like knowing you i'm saying is like there were uh, one of the my, one of my old co-workers was in the theater and i like i it's i don't know what it is and it's kind of sad i'm going out by myself but <laughs> you know but i do have a I, well i had well, you I, went to the 3d one too I, well i went to the 3d one but i ran into like a guy that i knew from work and i'm like hey you know and then like uh, like about a week ago uh here in rochester they had a thing called the lilac festival for yeah. people outside of rochester is the lilac festival and it's sort of they have this park and they kind of have games and you know the usual amusement park carnival crap that comes to town once a year and uh like i went there and i ran into like a guy from my old job i ran into a guy from my current job and i don't it's something i just it makes me feel a little special when i go out and i see people i know because like does it make you feel special? yeah it makes me feel special god damn and I mean, you, well when i went to the lilac festival i had my daughter with me so that was um you know i had my daughter but when i went to the movies i go by myself well and, and I'm, well that i don't how many did that do I don't remember. I think it did about 50 to 60 people for the the regular one and then the 3D one. And actually, that 3D one you went into actually did pretty well on Thursday night. So mm-hmm. I, I was kind of surprised about that. Well, but mm-hmm. See, the thing is, is now that these luxuries, like, there's all but one, two, three, three big theaters that still don't have luxury seating right now. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is what's happening is, is there are a lot of people do like the luxury seating, but there's also a growing number of people that don't like the luxury seating. And it's the fact that it's reserved, like you were saying. And now that's reserved for the IMAX, I'm sure people are pissed off about that too. Because um, I get people all the time; they'll come up and they'll be like, "Yeah, I just went to Tinseltown. It's sold out for the fiftieth time. I don't even know why I go there anymore." And I look at them; I'm like, "Why are you going there? You should just come here. We always have seats. We have four hundred. The, the Wonder Woman's in like a four hundred seat theater. Like you get a seat, you sit down, you're done, you're good, goodbye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to worry about. Yeah. And by the way, if you're worried about People from urban people from the city coming in. I'm not trying to be racist here. <laughs> but I'm sorry. It always happens on this podcast, it seems like. Um, like, And by the way, that doesn't necessarily mean black either. There's some white people that are... Um, <laughs> trust me. Go down to 104. Anybody that lives in Rochester knows what I mean. But um, it, it's funny because during the week you can come in. And you you won't experience any of that. You'll get you get your seat. You'll be fine. And I mean, because I mean, you know, I I generally, I mean, obviously, you know, most people go towards the middle middle aisle, middle of the row, you know. And it's like you know, you'll kind of like, like you know, it's funny. You go to the theater and it's like, okay, a couple people in front of you, a couple people, like everyone's sort of in the middle, and that's which how you're supposed to be. But let me tell you now. Later on, once again, I'll, in a moment, I'll get to Wonder Woman. But so, but and and this is not part of the Wonder Woman review. But okay, um, we're going to see Wonder Woman. Opening night, Thursday night, like, you know, people know that it's coming out on Friday, but the real fans, people that are really, really into it are going out Thursday night. So, you know, I get into the theater, you know, your theater, 
once again, what happens? I run into people I know. That really pretty girl that came and <laughs> that came and hugged me, and Paul's like, "Who's that girl?" It was one of my ex coworkers. Uh, she's a sweetheart. I mean, don't get me wrong; she's absolutely gorgeous, also. But you know, that was nice to go out and see someone I know. Get her number, <laughs> dude. I'm well. I think she like she literally just turned twenty one. But then again, nobody I, needs. I mean, to know. then again, I'm a dirty old man. So dude, nobody knows. <laughs> look, anybody, nobody knows. We're I mean, we're live on Facebook, but nobody knows. Come on, Chris. It's fine. well, no. I look old enough to cross the street, old, old enough to get hit. But uh, <laughs> you know, if there's grass on the field, play ball. But uh, one, and also, I don't. You know, she, I, she, her, and I. You know, she's. We're not into the. We're not into the same things. But that being said, um, like we're watching Wonder Woman. Like not. Okay, Thursday night. The fucking the night. If if anyone's gonna be a fan of this movie, it's gonna go out that night. Like ten minutes into the fucking movie, some asshole pulls out his cell phone, and you know, and he was sitting in a row for me. You know, millennial aged. You know, and then the funny thing is later on I saw, like he was wearing, like he was wearing like a shirt, and he had like. Like he was wearing like a like a sweatshirt, like a hoodie, like a sweaty sweater hoodie, whatever. But like with the sleeves cut off, and then like on the back he had like in marker like the Anarchy A, but like really tacky, whatever. But I was I was livid. I said I can't believe this fucking guy pulled out his phone fucking like ten minutes into the movie, and I reached and like I went like I put my face in his face and I said you're not gonna do that the whole movie, are you? And he goes, oh, and I said, it's very distracting, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Whatever, like I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Why can't I, I have more customers I mean, like you? I'm Jesus not, Christ. you know, because I, I was just, you know, and the whole. I mean, it, it helped that he was also like in the row right in front of me, because I mean, I mean, I would have probably yelled out like if it's someone like two or three rows ahead of me, I'm not going to get up and walk around them. Right. But since he was in the row, right, I mean, like, like if he's sitting, I like put my head down and I'm like, you're not really going to use that. You're not really going to pull out that phone the whole movie, right? Because I was in the mood. I was in a real fucking oh, mood because hilarious. you know, and I'm generally not like. A confrontational person like that like you know but i'm like it's 10 minutes into the movie and i can say if this was a movie that's been out three weeks you know saying you, you got a little more casual audience people just want to kill a friday night or something like that no these are people that are here the night it came out because they're fucking excited about seeing this movie and the but the guy was shitting a brick and you know the like someone like that Someone with that much fucking intent. I know the whole movie. He's been. He wanted to take it out. You know what I'm saying? Like I know he could feel the fucking phone calling him. So I here's the thing. Like, that, if it's an emergency, take your phone and get the fuck out the theater. There's nothing that. If it's that bad, then you could take your phone and go out the well, theater. Here, here's you know, the thing. You got like, kids at home or something like that. Here's like for example for me. Like if I'm with my kid, mm-hmm. I always sit in the back. And the reason I sit in the back row and watch a movie is because I'm gonna be. If I'm not interested in whatever he's watching, I'm on my phone. So I might as well be in the back row where I'm not disturbing anybody. Mm-hmm. People don't do that. And here, here's another problem that, that really annoys me. And this happens, this does happen in my theater, obviously, as mm-hmm. you just said. You know, you get these people that open up their cell phones and they're looking at their cell phones, whether it's the whole movie, part of the movie, whatever, and it pisses off customers. Then they come out at the end of the movie, and mind you, they never said one word to me, and the usher that I send in that comes around and looks and makes sure everything's good and mm-hmm. whatever for like the minute that they're in there, you know, you don't say anything. What do you want me to do about it? Like, I can't do anything about that shit when you don't tell me. Yeah. And, and it pisses me off because it's like, you, I, I understand that you had a bad experience, but why am I, why am I getting this information right now? You know, I'm trying to make your experience better by throwing these idiots out. And I agree that they should be gone if they're using their cell phone in the middle of the goddamn theater mm-hmm. and not in the back where nobody can Yeah, be this disturbed. kid, I mean, I was sitting in the middle and he was in front of me and that means... That means at least half the theater was behind me. I was like as in middle. I, I like to get in the middle as much as in the middle as I possibly can. Right. 
And so, well, you were probably, I mean, you were probably, I know which theater you were in. So you were, it's one of the smaller theaters, but yeah. But I'm saying that, that's that, going to be very there annoying. Was, there was a bunch of people behind me. So I know, I know at least other people in theater must have been happy by like, like right. me, like standing up or whatever you want to call it, you know, getting in the guy's face about it. Cause it was just fucking frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you that fucking ADD fucking adult that you can't even enjoy? You know, you, yeah. you know, and you know, we'll get to how Wonder Woman was horrible and I kind of wanted to pull out my phone during the movie, but it's a fucking matter of principle now here's the funny thing literally like a minute after i told him it's distracting it's funny you mentioned the ushers that come in like a second after i tell this guy to fucking put his phone away here comes the fucking usher with his fucking little flashlight fucking thing and i might do that's more distracting than anything jesus christ that fucking stupid flashlight i just told the guy in front of me you know you know it's distracting and here comes in the past here I've comes had... fucking opie dopey fucking with his flashlight Whoa. or whatever you know and it's i mean i understand and if you know it's not like you could dim it or anything like that but dude well, like that's, that's, hold it stop you're, hold it by your side so the people by the theater you're, you're already all in black hold it on your side so, or something so because he's swinging reason, his arm and i'm seeing this stupid fucking light and i just told so the, the stranger is, in front of me the reason the reason that that happens is because we have people that come in and check like and like i'm sure you had that at rite aid mm-hmm. you know they come in they they do a check and they want to make sure that you're actually doing what you're doing mm-hmm. so in order for people to know that you're an usher we have to have give them a light Mm-hmm. I happen to know that one's not a really bright light, but <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying is that tell the. But fuck, I have. I would say tell the usher. Look, if you're walking towards the, like, okay, and I understand they probably have a little checklist they have to check or something like that. They have to check in somewhere. They're walking, and let's just say if they're facing, if they're if they're if they're walking towards the little check-in point, and the theater is to their right. The audience is to their left. Keep the fucking flashlight in their right hand, but straight down, not waving back and forth when they walk. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm I, trying to watch. I mean, look, I, I know I, that's really stupid. It's a stupid thing to ask for. No, I, no, I understand what you're saying because I've I've actually literally had people complain. They, they'll sit there and be like, "Why? Why is there somebody in there with the light?" And I'm like, "Well, first of all, that's our usher. Second of all, they're supposed to have a light to check." Well, that's bullshit. What are you talking about? Like, I'm I'm trying like. We're trying to make sure your movie is good, mm-hmm. and you know that there's an usher in there. That's somebody that's checking. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem. Why are you complaining about it? I get that the light was bright, but for two seconds, your movie was disturbed. I'm sorry <laughs> that your movie was disturbed for two fucking seconds. That always pisses me. It, it's, it, it's one of those things that you, you, you're just sitting there, and you wait for these these customers to come out not wait for them, but you're, you're sitting there. You know, you know they're going to come out and fucking complain or whatever. Right, and, and I, it's just... It's it's kind of the reason why I do want luxury seating, just because then I'm not going to get as many stupid people, mm-hmm. and that means that I'll actually have people that aren't going to be using their cell phones, that aren't going to be going in and out of other theaters when we're not looking. Mm-hmm. Let's face it, I, well, number one, there's no movie theater in this area that has security on 24-7 in a movie theater going from theater to theater, or even sitting in the theater. Now, coverage sometimes does that, but that's only... Friday uh, nights and Saturday nights. That's only... I, I think they do it Sundays, too, but... Um, Fridays and Saturdays, they're, they're actually, their, their curfew sucks because it's, well, movies after nine and I'm sitting there going, that's not going to do anything. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they they'll go in the theater and they'll sit there in some of these theaters. Like if, if it's, if it's a movie that they think that there's going to be a lot of stupid people in, they'll sit in there and they'll just start kicking people out. <laughs> so, you know, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, is like, you know, I don't. People need to start, like, saying... And this goes for anybody that listens to this podcast or, you know, goes to the movies. If you have an issue, come out immediately and let me know. And by the way, 
nobody's gonna come out nobody's gonna come out and beat the crap out of you for complaining about them okay yeah. that's in the movies too yeah. by the way at my theater i have security that's on 24 7 not at the theater but obviously in the place that we're located mm-hmm. so that way they can take care of it for you and by the way when they come over and they hear there's a disturbance more than likely they're going to bring the police officer that's in that place that i'm talking about mm-hmm. so I, i'm trying to be vague because i yeah. don't want people to know where i work but you get the picture like yeah. you can come and say something to me and i will take care of it i love throwing people up it is my favorite thing to do when i'm having a bad day the first thing i want to do is throw some idiot out you know like that's my best thing and then my favorite thing is where these parents during the curfew times will be like oh i'm gonna buy a ticket and then they'll put their kids in the theater and then walk right straight across walk right out and straight across in front of the box office like well you're not gonna do anything now and my security guards are like yes we are and they go in <laughs> take their kids out and throw them out okay. because you're their parents not in with them so <laughs> what i'm saying to you what i'm what i'm trying to get across here basically is Say something. Stop being a pussy. Say something. Because say something. you're the reason why the movie's being bad because you won't say something. Yeah. If okay. you see something, say something. Exactly. Uh, so. All right. So we got Oscar mail. Uh, it's I don't been even a, want to know. It's been a while. Well, actually, okay. So the, the, we were supposed to record last week. Should we make that a segment? Oscar mail. Oscar mail. <laughs> Uh, but Paul rather be with his family on a national holiday. Oh, God forbid! Than 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 record as, as God forbid. This podcast is more important than your family. <laughs> God damn it! I love how you're laughing as you, you say that. You tell your family, you said, "Well, uh, Dad, I'm sorry." It's okay, if it makes you feel better, I haven't done anything with Tsunami oh. Faithful that day oh, either. Got so, okay, you got to say, right. I didn't even do anything that week with Tsunami right. Faithful. Sorry, I'm Pop. just like whatever. You know, this Chris gets out of work. Oh no, actually, no, I was off. Yes, I was off that day. But you it was were like, off Memorial Day. You're like, are we? recording and then i was just like i'm not answering i'm just doing stuff (laughs) (laughs) sorry dad i gotta go chris wants to record i'll be back maybe yeah um so okay oscar and i love i love his first mail this is his first mail back after god i mean it's literally been like two or three months since he wrote it he just writes one reason jen she's horrible (laughs) (laughs) and uh, jen's not on the show to defend herself but you know oscar you know at least i know oscar loves you you got look if anyone's going to be honest, it's going to be Oscar. Wait, how many emails do we have from Oscar? <laughs> uh, three of them. Oh, God. The, okay. And all right. So, obviously, Oscar listened to the last episode because um, he goes, <laughs> once again, it's just it's right to the point. You, <laughs> Chris, well, no, it not even says Chris, excuse me. It just says, you are a fat bastard, cold McRib. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, the cold McRib. And I guess, uh, you know, I guess... By the way, somebody put something... I, I saw that. Somebody put the, the scene from Futurama yeah, that I was little, referencing. I was like, with yes. the parasites from Futurama. I was like, yes, somebody gets the reference. The tapeworms. Um, the, yeah, you, 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 you are a fat bastard, cold McRib, yes. And I, I suffered my fatness. I suffered because of it. Yeah, you deserve that one. All right. And then I think this one's just a little bit on... And this one, actually, honest, just, you know, sounds about a lot more... Uh, Civil. Happy anniversary to Two Strangers One Podcast or Two S One P. Congrats on all the years. Thank you, Oscar. I would honestly say that Oscar's probably one of the reasons that you know I keep the show going because it's the I only just, person that we have. It, it's the only only feedback show. we get. But you know, um, well, actually, well, um, another another fan of the show, Tommy Bort. Uh, he's you know, and I. Like he had contributed to the Kickstarter. Oh no, not the Kickstarter. The 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 Indiegogo that I did years ago, and I, like I had back 
when I was friends with this other podcast, I did a I did a whole episode. I used to have a I used to have a thing called the Chris's Hidden Metal Show, where I'd play like heavy metal music or whatever, and I kind of I would throw it in the episodes and then like delete them. Like I'd have it up for like a week or so. So I did I I dedicated an episode to him, and I he 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 commented about. I think he was the I think Tommy was the one that put the oh the, was the, he the parasites <laughs> from, from Futurama. So it's nice to get. I mean, you know, Tommy's feedback comes back goes back to Facebook. By the but way, him and I are more friends on Facebook. Speaking of that, I noticed in those comments too. Somebody had said it might have been the same him too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they said that you should do a Patreon, which I, I think is a good idea. Yeah, I think uh, you know, uh, I, uh, nothing, honestly, nothing. Don't don't get your don't like sit there and go like, oh, we're gonna make like five hundred thousand dollars on this podcast. No, no but even if it's a couple happen. bucks, I mean, I know it sounds weird. I do want to get the Wi-Fi, and I've been saying this for fucking months. Um, I, I got to get a car first before I get my Wi-Fi. You know what? We'll name it. Well, we won't name it. We won't name it. Two strangers, one podcast. Patreon. We'll name it. Chris's Wi-Fi. <laughs> Chris's fun. Wi-Fi fun. Uh, you know, it's like it's for a guy who does uh, a fucking podcast. And as much as I'm interactive online, you know, I, I I do so much stuff online. I still haven't got my my Wi-Fi, and I keep saying I'm gonna do it. Uh, you know, work is work is good. You know, it's getting better. I was one fucking. I was one account past short of gold this month and i'm fucking pissed off about that and i could have i should have gotten it but i didn't but i'm not going to complain but as long as you still have a job yeah i still have a job and then actually um and once again we can't go into the details sorry oscar but i had um i had applied for another position in the company and it's sort of that's sort of like it's sort of like a black a backup plan because right now the way things are going politically, who knows the way things are going with my, this particular part of the industry that I'm in. Yeah, I know. So I kind of, I put in the paperwork to get transferred to another company. And I was already accepted, like, ex- not accepted, but it was sort of like, okay, and I have to go through a whole new clear- security clearance again. And all the funny things, all they did is they took my old papers, reprinted them. <laughs> they said, here, sign in, put today's date on it. And, and so, like, when it comes to the security clearance... I already got security clearance for one. The other one shouldn't be any fucking different. And so, um, <laughs> not if they listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, no, I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm immoral. I'm not illegal. But, uh, uh. so, uh, that being said, it's sort of a backup plan. I mean, unless the fucking company goes belly up, which is not going to happen. But I'm just saying is that if things currently go the way they were in the, in the current political climate, um, you know, I will. At least have some uh, a, a parachute, and the whole thing is the way the company is. They're not going to fire people anyway. They would probably slowly transition them to the position that I'm going for. But at least I volunteered first. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, is it more know, money? Uh, it's 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 sort of the same amount of money. It's a different uh, commission system. If, uh, if that you know, it's not. So you it's, make more. It's not commission. It's it's you know, it's sort of hard to explain, but they base their commission more on customer service than actually hitting like a goal. So if you basically if no one complains, you get a bonus, <laughs> which is you know, and don't say that because Oscar will fucking keep calling and complaining. <laughs> like, you're not oh, even. A, oh, you gave him your phone. You're not even a customer here. What? You, how could you make a complaint? Uh, Fire the fat guy. No. Uh, so, oh, wait, oh, I don't know, somebody commented, I don't know if that was your phone or just... No, my uh, phone gets a lot of notifications. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's see, back to the news, and this is something that happened between the time we recorded the episode and the time the episode was released, but it did influence the intro to the show, Chris Cornell passed away, and, you know, I, I'm not going to lie, I was, like, taken aback, but from what I'm reading online, and I, I, I may be wrong, and... and, and it's just a sad story that uh, Chris Cornell obviously had a drug problem, you know, during his heyday as as, as a musician. 
Um, well, apparently he was on Ativan, which is sort of like, a, I, I don't know if it's a narcotic, but I know it. I think it helps you kind of sleep and kind of chills you out. Well, that being said, I guess he was having a rough night and he had two Ativans. So, okay, unfortunately, right then and there, you're not listening to the doctor and you're taking double of what you're supposed to take. I think he was only supposed to take one. And he even told his wife that, like, I think one of the last messages he sent her was like, I think I'm going to take a second one or whatever. One of the side effects of Ativan, you know, and I've, I've been on, I've been on mental meds for, for the lack of a better term is there is a, a suicide. There is, there is thoughts of suicide that, you know, it's funny, like here, here's this medicine that will help fucking cure you of your depression, but you may <laughs> want to fucking commit suicide. Yeah. And so he took an extra Ativan. I believe, and once again, if I'm wrong, forgive me, I believe that he was also drinking. So, oh, you know Jesus what I'm saying? Christ. So drinking and mental meds never fucking mix. And uh, drinking and it pretty much any med fucking doesn't mix. And then he then he technically took double the dosage, ended up killing himself. So one plus one equals two, basically. Yeah. And yeah. and and you know, and here's a guy, good looking, money, fame, fucking, you know, you know, I'm pretty sure I mean he was a married man, but I'm pretty sure women are <laughs> women are trying to get into his hotel room. You know, saying here's a guy who does doesn't have to worry about getting pussy. Pussy's hot and cold pussy on tap. And and, and you still fucking if if the fucking wiring isn't right up here. You know, uh, fucking killed himself, and it's really fucking tragic. And even though I wasn't a big fan of Soundgarden, I mean, I know obviously like Black Hole Sun and shit like that. I was more of a fan of Great song. of um, Audio Slave, which was him. It was him as the lead singer, and all the other musicians were the guys from Rage Against the Machine. And so, you know, I really liked Audio Sleeve. I thought it was a really good band. They only put out like two albums, and it's a shame. But you know, and then the, I could imagine like the guys in uh, the guy the guys in Rage Against the Machine. They're groupies. I mean, I'm pretty sure they got girls, but I'm pretty sure they got like a got a like a lot of like potheads and stuff like that, like right. anti-government potheads. You know, when they get with Chris Cornell, Chris Cornell's a good-looking guy. I bet you know. I'm pretty sure the groupies started turning to like you know big titty women. <laughs> you know, wanted to give them blowjobs and stuff like that. So. um Okay, and speaking of medication, Tiger Woods. Did you see the video? Have you have you heard the audio? I haven't heard the audio, but I I heard that basically. <laughs> so I, okay. I don't remember what exactly happened, but I I know that he basically just came just came out with it and said, "Look, I'm you know I was on my medication. I took too much of it." Yeah. So okay. You no, know, I'm sorry. All right, we can we can laugh about it now only because thank God nobody fucking died. Right. Thank goodness Tiger Woods didn't hit anybody. Thank goodness Tiger Woods didn't fucking hit a tree and kill himself. But, okay, he's in his car. They don't know exactly when he started driving. He had two blown-out fucking wheels <laughs> from hitting cur. I'm assuming he like hitting curbs and stuff like that. Two blown-out wheels. Then he's sitting at the red light. He was sitting at a red light and nodded out in the car. Now, I guess, luckily, I guess his muscles still kept, like, his, his foot on the brake. But he could have easily, like, when the, even though maybe he stopped at a red light. He nodded out. He, what if his leg came off the brake while cars were coming on the cross, you know, yeah. the, the intersection? So once again, it's funny now only because nobody got hurt. You know what I'm saying? But so the so the police officer pulls him over and he goes, I want you to say the alphabet, but you're not going to sing it. You know, he goes, I want you to say it non-rhythmically. Because I guess when you're drunk, you could kind of sing the alphabet, you know, saying A, B, C, D, E. So the cop goes, can you can you repeat what I just said? <laughs> the tiger goes, you want me to sing the national anthem? <laughs> 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 like you he goes, I want you to say rhythmically, not sing it. And he goes, what did I just say? You want me to sing the national anthem? And he was. It sound. If you heard, if you heard his voice, it sounds like a guy that was drunk. Now, once again, don't quote me on this, and I could be wrong. I believe 
He might have been on Ambien. Yeah, I think it was Ambien. Ambien. And I've taken Ambien. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a prescription for Ambien. And I got to tell you that, and I, I don't know if I ever spoke about this on the show, it's fucked up. Because, don't get me wrong, there was the lapse in judgment of getting behind the wheel. But when you're on Ambien, you black out and your body goes into fucking... If you're on Ambien, especially on an empty stomach, and this is something I've noticed, you can, and I have, done things that you don't fucking remember. So he could have, so once again, I understand, once again, thank God no one got hurt, but his judgment was so impaired by the fucking drug. And once again, you know, and I I get like, I get like a 10 milligram, like that's like nothing. And if you take it on an empty stomach, you black out. Now, luckily most people, 99% of the time you black out, you're in your bed. Sometimes you black out and you do shit. I've, I've, I've made food. Like I, I swear to God, I woke up one day and it was three fucking bowls of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> if like and this was when i still lived in jersey um it, like I, I i fell asleep on my couch and on my coffee table i had three bowls of fucking cereal i've i've gotten on the phone and i've spoken to like female friends of mine where like i'm making like a dirty phone call and you know saying like like it'll be a girl that i'm kind of like into and i've called them like and now luckily those girls understood what was going on and forgave me but you know i've and you know and i'm not i mean it's like a joke I I woke up having sex, if that makes any sense. I started to have sex on Ambien. And then I, when I woke up, you know, when I kind of like realized what was going on, I was in the middle of it, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I, it sounds funny. And I know I, I say a lot of outlandish shit, but this is a true fucking story where I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, you know, not that I'm complaining, but we were fooling around. So, um, you know, Ambien, and once again, you know, thank goodness no one got hurt, but, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, you can't, his judgment was impaired, but, you know, it's impaired. I mean, you black out. And once again, so if you, you know, if anybody out there, if you take an Ambien, don't fucking take it on an empty stomach because that's when the bad shit happens, you know. And, I, you know, and it's funny, I'm so anti-drug and I'm anti-marijuana and I'm anti-crack and cocaine and heroin, all that bullshit. But, you know, you know, if there is a prescription medication I take, is Ambien. And that shit on, on the wrong night can be fucking dangerous. Um, oh, speaking of medicine, went for my yearly checkup. <laughs> No diabetes, no STDs. But then again, how could you catch an STD if you're, no, off, if, if you're not fucking anybody? <laughs> that would be hilarious, that's, though. That's the best way to not catch an STD. Don't fuck anybody. But um, yeah, no STDs, no diabetes. You know, I'm still a fat fuck. I, I've, dude, I've put on like 30 pounds since I started this job. Just because I'm, sitting, I'm sitting, in front, sitting in front of a computer all day and these fucking people bring food for everything. Like we're having a meeting and there's food, you know, you know, the whole office is having a monthly meeting. There's food, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, literally like the other day, oh, you know, we're going to talk to you about your 401k. There's food, you know, like retirement, you know, every, every someone breathes, you know, someone's birthday. Oh, we brought a cake, you know, we got pizza. So. I've put on 30 pounds since I started this job. You need to and stop eating. I need to chill the fuck out. I need to get on a bike and start exercising. Um, you need to walk to and from work. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking die. I had to walk to and from work. Like, I, I, would, I would literally like drive, like just drive slowly <laughs> next to you and be like, oh, how you doing? How you doing there, Chris? <laughs> I'd get home, take a shower, and just start turn right back around. What would you do if I like if I like drove right next to you and then put a stick out with a Twinkie? (laughs) I chase after you like the fucking the cop and Terminator, like (laughs) yeah, exactly. Um, So, so I mean, you know, and I know Oscar calls me a fat bastard, but yes, I'm a fat bastard, but I'm a healthy fat bastard. Like for the time being, my health, my blood sugar, my my uh, blood pressure is good, my heart rate is a little high, but could you know, not bad. 
you know, my triglycerides and all that other shit. So don't use I, big words. I need to get, I mean, don't be wrong. I obviously have to start fucking exercising and I need to stop eating so much junk. But for the lack of a better term, I'm not dying. Um, all right. Uh, kids are fucking horrible. Kids, are, kids are the fucking worst. Let me tell you, you know, uh, people who follow me on Facebook, you know, they know that, you know, I have a daughter and she's the love of my life. And, and, and actually, no, I'm not talking about her. Um, my daughter had a, my daughter had a field trip the other day. And so the teacher, the teacher says, because what happened was they, they had a field trip to like the zoo like two weeks ago. Yeah. And I wanted to go, <laughs> I wanted to go to the zoo. So, uh, but he's like, no, don't worry. We have enough volunteers. Then he goes, well, if you want to volunteer, we're going down by the, what they call the beach around here. It's not the beach. It's a lake actually. But he goes, you know, we're, we're doing a thing by the beach. Um, and you know, we could use as many chaperones as we can. So I said, all right. And it's this thing. It's for the Rochester City kids. And it's like, you know, get fit and healthy and play, every, you know, 30 minutes a day bullshit, you know. So, um, so you know, we're going or whatever. And then the teacher goes, all right, one, two, three, you go with Mr. Cologne. One, two, three, you go to this parent. The teacher, like, split the kids up amongst the parents and then said, go. And so I'm stuck with these fucking kids that aren't mine. That now I'm responsible for, you know, and and let me tell you, and then like being on the school bus and stuff like that. First of all, kids are fucking horrible. Kids, yeah. are the kids are the fucking worst. Oh, hey, Darrell, Darrell's on. There's someone that says, oh, okay, no, okay. Um, kids are the fucking worst. And then don't even get me started on the fucking names because my daughter. Okay, it's a good school and it's not in a bad neighborhood, but it's surrounded by bad neighborhoods. <laughs> And, it, but okay. it's not, well, you know, all I'm saying is when you got Darion and Trayvon and, and well, and, and in all fairness, one of her friends, one of her, there was a little white girl, Tallulah, you know. That's not a white girl, that's Latina. <laughs> <laughs> Tallulah, that's, that's like a Southern name. Um, but it's like, uh, the names were fucking ridiculous. Davion. Who the fuck names their yeah. kid Tallulah? Cameron. Tallulah, come here. You know, <laughs> and so the names. And look, this is from a guy who called his kids Raven. You know what I'm saying? And and spells it like a fucking retarded way. Now, mind you, when I named my daughter, and I want this for the record, when the mother suggested the name, I said it's a beautiful name. When the mother suggested the spelling, I said I'm not on fucking board. But you know, my so my daughter now is a, a forever uh, stuck with a beautiful name that's spelled fucking retarded. Um, but these kids were like getting into fights and, and saying nasty things about each other. And but then again, people are fucking horrible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kids just don't have a filter. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, these parents just drop these kids off and go here. Well, go. let me tell you. And then the fucking school teacher, this cocksucker, we go, we get to the park, whatever they, you know, and then we got to the park. They like, okay, give the kids hot dogs, give them chocolate chip cookies, give them water, you know, bottled water. And they're like, okay, now go play. And now I'm responsible for these, like, three or four kids and my daughter and trying to fucking, it's like trying to herd cats, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you get two together, the third one walks away, you know, <laughs> yeah. no, come over here, you know? And then, like, they want to get their face painted, but the line's too long, so I'm trying to, like, hold the space, but then the kids, you know, and then, you know, that, the scariest feeling in the world when you look around, you don't see the kid, you know, so... And, like, you know, they don't fucking know who I am. I mean, thank goodness I'm, ha- I think I'm a halfway decent human being. But, uh, you know, to yeah. see, you know, <laughs> you're trusting your kid with me. You know, God knows. I, I leave with three. I'll come back with two. So, um, so then I go, so they go, oh, go to the carousel. This is Ontario Beach and there's an old carousel yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since the whole fucking, the whole school district shows up to the place, the carousel line's ridiculous. So 
We don't know what to do, so we start walking back. The fucking teacher, this cocksucker, is sitting in a fucking, like, lawn chair. Just chilling. Like, he passed off all the kids to the parents, and he's sitting there. And, like, yeah, okay, he's watching, he's, quote-unquote, watching the equipment, that cocksucker. So, <laughs> so like, this motherfucker's sitting here. <laughs> but, you know, so we had the kids, and, and, you know, I mean, I'm trying my best so they don't kill each other. And then they say one of the, and now it shows you the fucking, the rising, the last episode we talk about the rising tides. The tides are so bad, there is no beach anymore. Like, it's literally the boardwalk, about three feet water for a couple of feet, then another little spot of land, and then the shore. It's... Where, where, I mean, I've been coming up to Rochester, I, you know, I started coming up to Rochester in about 2009. In 2009, it was about the average size of a beach. I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know how long you would say it is, but you know, basically, you know, a basically. couple hundred feet, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, I don't, not a football field, maybe half a football field, 50 yards. I don't, you know, where if you got off the, if you, once you stepped off the boardwalk onto the actual sand, you can probably walk for like five minutes with our hidden water. So, you know, saying like, you know, a big empty space for families to put up their beaches. The the tides have risen so bad. It's literally the boardwalk, three feet of sand, water, <laughs> and then a little patch of water. And it's, it, it, it's fucking depressing. And then they tell us, don't let the kids go on the beach. Well, you brought us to the fucking beach. What do the kids want to do? They <laughs> yeah, want to go on the beach. beach. So I'm trying to, you know, they're all, we're all walking on the boardwalk. The kids are fucking trying to, you know, get in the sand. And like, you know, everyone else is trying to like, no, don't let the kids go. And I'm like, just fucking do whatever you're going to do. You know, walk in the sand, go walk in the sand, get your sandals, your shoes dirty on, you know, just don't die, you know. You know, and then they're putting their hands in the filthy water and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, I tried my best to keep these kids alive. Thank goodness they, they were alive when I brought them back. Um, well, you're not in jail, so there's thing. <laughs> yeah, kids are not yet. No, the kids are fucking horrible. Now, I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. Hopefully. And we're back. All right, Paul, let's see what else. Uh, we'll get to the nerdy news in just a little bit. I just wanted to kind of split the show as we usually do. Um, I guess, I don't know. I kind of, well, I, I arranged for a date. <laughs> well, you would, you would know this more than I would. The day we went to go, the day I went to go see Wonder Woman, which mm-hmm. I'll get to in a moment and how horrible that movie was. Uh... The opinions of Chris Cologne do not necessarily... <laughs> it's like the number one movie in America, and I'm about to fucking bash this. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not bashing it to be like, oh, I'm that guy, I'm so edgy, I'm going to bash the number one movie. We'll get you to know that why moment. he's bashing it? Because Batman versus Superman didn't do well. Yeah, because I'm a horrible, <laughs> evil misogynist that hates women. But, um, no, that being said... Well, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a soundbite. Someone's going to download that. Uh, so, uh, so... Darrell probably will. A friend of a friend of a friend. I'm talking to someone right now. But okay, the last minute, I literally asked her out like the last minute. Like it was like nine o'clock. Like like on Facebook, I'm like, I'm going out tonight to see Wonder Woman. Then she's like, oh, you know. So then I'm like, all right, come out. And of course, you know, a woman's going to fuck it. You know, they're not going to just come out the last minute. They're going to fucking go and do everything they have to do. So it was so so that night. All right. That's on me. You know, it's it's. Asking someone out at the last minute, which is something I I I kind of am, but then again I'm a slob, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll just come. Uh, oh, said Darrell. So Darrell commented something. Uh, I don't want to know what he said. Oh shit! You mean this motherfucker doing a podcast tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you, whatever uh, plans fucking Paul has with you outside this, I don't know. But um, don't right. worry, don't worry. We'll 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 have some fun later, Darrell. So we planned. So we planned to go out on a date on Saturday, and uh, I got stood up, for lack of a better term. And I guess this is one of the beauties of this podcast is I can record stuff like this. Now, 
That being said, uh, I wanted to go out to Buffalo and go see Kevin Smith. Now, of course, that's an odd thing for a first date where it's like, you know, I'm not going to take a total stranger. Here, drive with me for an hour <laughs> to, <laughs> to see a guy, you know. And she's familiar with Kevin Smith. She likes his, she likes his work. But um, that would have been an odd first date, like to get in a car with someone and drive an hour away and then an hour back, like, you know, an hour away. And oh, that's going to be really odd if we go to your Comic Con together. She's going to be like those kids buried at the beach. Uh, no. <laughs> no um, I'll pretend I didn't hear that. Yeah. But she goes, oh, you know, I, you know, I, she follows local comedy and, oh, this guy's playing in the, out in a place out in Webster called the Comedy Club. This guy's playing Ralph Tedda. Um, I really want to go see him. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll meet you there or whatever. I go. And as you know, look, I could just keep it real with the podcast. I go. She doesn't show up. And right now we're still at that point where we're still talking on Facebook Messenger. Like, I don't even have her phone number. But I'm so I'm on, you know, it's look, you know, it's a modern day or whatever. So then I send her a couple Facebook messages. No response. So I, I, I see the show. I'm there. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying 15 bucks, three comedians. It was like a, almost like an hour and 45 minute show. It's pretty funny, you know. Had chicken wings and French fries, and then the, the the comedy club is actually connected to another bar slash restaurant called AJ's, and there was a band called uh, Guy Smiley playing, and it was sort of like they say classic rock, but it's it was like songs from the '90s, songs from the early 2000s, mostly stuff that like I hate to say it, it would it's like hard rock, but songs that girls would like. I guess mm-hmm. would be the best way to put it. They were really good. I mean, I guess if you're local, if you ever hear about the band Guy Smiley, uh, go see them. They're not hard, hard rock, but you know they play music that's loud and guitar driven, but more songs that girls would like. Um, so then you know that was that was you know I thought I was supposed to have a date on Saturday. We had spoken the next day, and she kind of explained to me what had happened. And, you know, I don't, I mean, she could be feeding me a bullshit line, but, you know, she kind of apologized for not being able to come out, and she was sick, and all this other kind of thing. And I'm like, all right. So who knows? This could be a thing, could not be a thing. It's just sort of, you know, I was supposed to have a date. So at least I'm trying things, people. Uh, uh, so, you know. We'll I, give you an A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, let's see. Um,. All right. Do you do you think you could tell if a girl is attractive from behind? Like, have you have no. you ever have you ever looked? I mean, but I mean, because I, I think I think, and I get I kind of get thrown off sometimes. And once again, I guess attractive is a relative term. And I guess I tend to like black, straight, long hair. <laughs> but you know, uh, so I, like if I see someone from behind and they kind of have like black, straight, long hair, I sort of like that throws me off. Right. And don't get me wrong, I, uh, you know, I've been attracted to Asian women, but sometimes, like, you know, the girl will turn around and she'll have, like, a horrendous fucking face. And you're like, <laughs> you know, like, ooh, you know, or you'll have someone with fake hair. Uh, fake, what did he say? Darrell said. Was no, fake. he texted me. Oh, he texted you? Okay. That little uh, bastard doesn't know that, I, that my phone's being used right yeah. now. <laughs> as, we're, as we're live streaming, we're using Paul's phone, but, like, uh, notifications are popping up. Because my phone's better. So sometimes you'll see a girl with a weave, yeah, and from behind the weave is all nice and pretty, and then you look, then she'll turn around or some, you know, whatever. Sometimes you'll be driving, you see a girl like from behind, she looks attractive, <laughs> and then you see that face, you're like, oh, oh no, you're like so, beast mode. So I was sort of like, I want to have a, sh- I well, I said I wanted that. Of course, if if we had like a Howard Stern like show where we had money and we got people guests and stuff like that, I wanted to see if you could tell if someone was attractive from behind. So butterfaces, you would have hot chicks and butterfaces. And then I said, you know what? Let's not use hot chicks. Let's use guys who dress up like chicks. Because you know, sometimes, tr- sometimes transvestites from behind, if you're not, if you're not paying attention to whatever, like they really work hard to pass off as a woman. 
So I was like, what if you had trannies versus butterfaces? From <laughs> here's the here's the thing. But you like, couldn't see the face. Here's the so you thing. Know, this the is what we don't understand. Like <laughs> I would automatically, the first thing I would say is, they're probably all men because this motherfucker did that shit. And by the way, I if there is a woman right there, I am sorry, but it's it's Chris's fault, not mine. Well, that, that that's I mean, the funny thing is, I mean, if you had the level of Howard Stern, you would have women like you could say we're looking for butterfaces. I will never have that level. And, and women would come. Women would call in the show. Imagine going to someone and saying we're having a contest called trannies versus butterfaces. She slapped you right in the fucking mouth. Where did this come from? Well, no, because I I've always had a theory that you can tell a girl if it's attractive from behind. And, but now that being said, there are people out there. There uh, is level of attra- you don't can't beauty or whatever. But come on, let's be real here. You see a girl with yoga pants and a nice butt, and you know, look, let's 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 go with the traditional good look. They're thin. They have straight hair and I'm, I mean, some guys don't like straight hair some guys like curly hair but i'm saying she has straight hair she's wearing you know you could tell from the yoga pants she has a nice body uh well you know i okay. mean she, don't get me wrong okay. she may be a high maintenance pain in the ass but you but she's hot well first of all okay so first of all at my wonderful age by the way you smell cat um <laughs> At, um, at my wonderful age, I don't. I'm not really attracted to like the quote unquote hot model chick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's nice to look at, and yeah, great, wonderful. But I'm not like into that because most of them look like I could break them just by touching <laughs> them. And I don't. And I'm not even talking sexually. I, I could just be like like that, and then boom, they're they're broken. Like I, I'm like here, eat eat some chicken. Here, take some money and go to KFC and eat. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm like. So, um, I I I mean. I, I I guess as an Italian man, I, I I look at the ass first, and then I go from there. Mm-hmm. But I'm more or less like, I'm more or less I, I have to see the whole package before I say the. But whole I mean, thing. it's I mean like, and I hate to say this, and look, I understand this is coming from a fucking fat, ugly motherfucker. I know you could before, it before you say it. I understand I'm coming. From, this is coming from a fat, ugly motherfucker, but. Like better, good-looking girls tend to take better care of themselves. Tend to, you know, keep a better wardrobe. You know, and don't get me wrong. Then you see on the flip side where there's girls, the, you know, you'll see a girl who's a butterface and like and everything's good but her face. <laughs> but you know, for those for those who don't know what that means, you know, a butterface where you know they hit the gym and they work out and you know they do everything and they stay fit and they keep their hair nice. But it's not their fault that they look like fucking Mister Ed. <laughs> it's not their fault. Well, and, and you it's not their fault. They're cross-eyed and they got a crooked nose. And a fucking also, chin that come points out like fucking. You also have to take in consideration too that people here in Rochester are not the best women that you can find in this nation. I can tell well, you that right now. Look, I grew up in New York City with some of the most beautiful women in the world. You know, walk the streets. I mean, you go on a subway and you see fucking you'd see girls that are model quality, and that's the whole thing. Is like you'd be from behind and like girl's got a nice ass and, and i'm not I'm, I'm not an ass guy but you know she dresses well she's wearing tight jeans showing off her body you i know, mean i mean yeah you know. obviously like I, i'm gonna i if i see that that's kind of like what the what the like when i was when i was in the dating scene like that was kind of like the big like the thing for me is i could see a picture of you on all online all i want mm-hmm. until i see you in person i don't know what the fuck you look like and i'm gonna be honest with you like Sometimes I there was one chick I really that, that I dated that was, I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, um, but we had so we had like this kind of personal connection. So I was kind of like, all right, well, well, let's see where this goes because you know when you get that kind of when you get that con- connection where you can be like smart asses with each other and everything like that, you're kind of like, okay, let's see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
normally I'm like, you know, I'm just like, okay, yeah, you're you're beautiful, but let, let's see what comes out of your mouth next. <laughs> yeah, let's well, see no, what I mean, comes I, out of your once mouth. Once again, I mean, because you're talking about dating sites, I'm talking about just straight. But it's, know, the, unadulterated it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Looking though. at women as objects. <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, no, what I'm saying you. is, like, you're talking about dating. You, I'm talking see, about that's if what a I'm girl's pretty from behind. But that's what I'm saying to you is, it's the same thing like on a dating site. You're not gonna go. You're the first girl that you're gonna talk to is the hot ones because you want to see if you even have a chance. Mm -hmm. That being said, if the profile has like a list of requirements on uh, what you need to be to date mm -hmm. obviously you're not going to talk to them because <laughs> yeah. i i used to see that stuff so what i'm well, that's the, how i'm relating this back to that because it's kind of the same thing because you know even if you saw these you know these women in person which you know, so you're saying like a pretty girl if she has a bad attitude it makes her ugly now she's a <laughs> i i think i think any woman but her personality <laughs> Everything think, is good, but her I personality. Think, I think any woman that tries to, um, that tries to like, that has like a laundry list of stuff. Mm -hmm. Your teeth have to be straight. Your teeth have to be white. Your you have to be, you have to have tattoos or something. When you start, when you start naming off things that you need to have on your fucking list, mm -hmm. get the fuck out of my face. Gotcha. Like I, I don't, I don't deal with that shit. Like. Well, obviously, you, you Paul know, has some, some, Paul has some story in his past. This is all related to one particular. Story. I have no. I have a bunch of stories that I mm -hmm. could talk about. Um, and I and I the one ex I already destroyed her on this podcast fifty mm -hmm. times, so I don't need to do that. But you know the, what I'm what I'm saying is is like for me, you know, I put the ring on a on a, on a girl that has this is the total package. Why the fuck do I need anything else? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like for me, you're gonna get I, I want I, I yeah yes. Do I look at what you look like first? Yes. But when I get to know you, I want to get to know you first too before I sit there and make a final decision. Like this is this is not like this is not like okay, you look good, let's go fuck in the back seat. No, no, no. This is you look good. Let me actually see if you're going you're worth my time and then we'll go on. And then I want to see if you're the total package because you know what? I'm 30 I'm 32 about to be 33 years old. I don't want to fucking deal with that shit anymore. That's why I got to put a ring on this girl's finger cuz guess yeah, what? Yeah, Paul She's had to go and make package. it all romantic and shit. I'm talking about I'm just saying <laughs> what? What? I'm being honest. What I'm saying is like you know, you're, you're driving down the street and you see a girl from behind you like man, she's hot and then you keep pulling, you keep driving and then you kind of turn and you see her face and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I mean, like some girls have like a fantastic body, and you're like, oh, you're like, look, oh god, it's beast mode. I know that's coming from a guy that looks like a fucking, you know, ten pound, you know, fifteen Gorilla? pounds, fifteen pounds of shit in a ten pound bag. I understand. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, ah. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. 
It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now for listeners of Two Strangers, One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. Um, so let's get to your Wonder Woman review right, and so, then we'll yeah, get the hell out we'll, of here. We'll skip, we'll skip all the political talk. We'll, 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 we'll skip the Kathy Griffin. We'll save Kathy that for Griffin. another podcast. We'll skip the Kafifi. We'll skip the Paris Accords. We'll skip uh, President Trump pushing the Balkan king out of the way. Yeah, they probably, they probably have heard enough of That's this been stuff. discussed to death, but, you know, just for the record, it was on my notes. But let's, let's, get to, let's get to something that I've been chomping at the bit at about and generally. Don't spoil it. Oh no! There's going to be spoilers. So oh well, fuck you. <laughs> there's going to be spoilers. I don't know. They, they, so what? You haven't seen it. You generally don't care if I spoil a movie, but it's fine. I mean, I, I generally got the idea of what of the whole Wonder Woman story. So there, for those people listening to the podcast, um, if you haven't seen it, if you aren't one of the hundreds of millions of people who've gone running out to see this wonderful, groundbreaking. <laughs> Uh, 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 what's the word? An achievement for all womankind. If you're not one of those people this weekend, you may want to stop the podcast right now, go see it, and then come back and be as fucking disappointed as I was and come back and listen to the second half of this podcast because they're going to be spoilers. Now, that being said, let's get into this fucking movie. Okay, yes, we had the Batman v Superman. All right, we got the DC Universe. We got Man of Steel. It was kind of fucking weak. Then we got Batman v Superman, which the the, the the theatrical version sucked balls. The director's cut kind of actually started to fucking make sense. But even when you had the director's cut, is a three-hour fucking uh, movie where they mashed in, you know, uh, 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 the Dark Knight. 
returns versus you know then they kind of mashed into death of superman you had this fucking stupid ass fucking lex luther who i actually liked but i understand the whole point that you got this stupid fucking lex luther that you know that it's not even lex luther it's lex luther jr based, my popcorn? based on fucking uh uh uh, uh max landis because max landis is a little fucking twerpy bastard you know uh then you got the you know uh fucking uh a poc- no doomsday that looks like a fucking a ninja turtle you know and then doomsday whose main characteristic is spikes coming out of him where maybe he had a couple of bumps sticking out of him you know didn't look anything like the character you know looked like a fucking ninja turtle uh you know then you know the movie itself was just a trailer for justice league anyway because you know they show these little bits of aquaman and the flash and wonder woman Ooh, what's with this fucking picture it's a fucking picture what's so fucking secretive about it you could take a picture of a picture you know uh, someone shares a picture online it's outlined forever so you know she's like oh i have to get the original back you know saying you know once a picture exists all it takes is to be online for two seconds and it's spread throughout the fucking world right um that being said, okay, and then what? Uh, okay, then they try to go, and and then they gave us Suicide Squad, and everyone was so happy because fucking Harley Quinn is, and and I understand. I, I'm I'm gonna bash it. I like DC movies. I like the DC extended universe. They suck, but I like them. And then and if I'm gonna say, and I can say this right now, my favorite so far is still Suicide Squad. And I understand that people hated the fucking movie, and Suicide Squad had fucking the 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 clays from fucking the, from Power Rangers. You know, it was like just these generic fucking bad guys that look like potato heads. And and the end of the movie was stupid laser shooting in the sky again for a fifteen thousandth fucking movie. Um, you know, yes, we got to see fucking uh, 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 Margot Robbie in tight tight shorts, uh, being the character that we've been wanting to see from a fucking forever. Um, but okay, are you now to the point now? So you got Batman v Superman, and then what do they do? They fucking finally have Batman v Superman. Then they fucking bring in Wonder Woman, who I can honestly say, as much as like I liked Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman stole the movie. Yeah, she the, no, there's not one scene that she's in that she's not totally. She was the best part of the movie. I have absolutely no problem with Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. They made her look good. Um, oh wait, who? Someone? No, that that was on my. That was oh, okay. on a different chat. All right, gotcha. So okay. So they chose Gal Gadot, and it's funny because I remember, like, I think that we, I think we were already doing the show when they announced Gal Gadot, and like, I even like my artwork for that particular episode was like I took a picture of Gal Gadot and I, or Gal Gadot, excuse me, because I guess that's apparently that's the proper way to say it, Gal Gadot, and I photoshopped like a very bad Wonder Woman <laughs> outfit on her, and of course that's when she was a lot thinner. She kind of she didn't put meat on her bones, but she, you know she's been working out. She was very very fit, very uh, lean, and and whatever you want to say. Um, I have no problem with the casting of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She looks fantastic. The one, the, the armor looks cool. Uh, you know, her with the swords. They got the. I mean, the the shield could be a little more badass. I'm surprised they didn't do more with the shield. You know, the sword is sort of part of the movie, but I won't. That's spoilers. But then again, it's a stupid spoiler, so it's not really worth even worth spoiling. Um, you know, she's got the bracelets where she can stop bullets. So it's basically like the way the Jedi's stop fucking blasters with their yeah, lightsabers. Right. You know, the tiara looks okay. But then again, in the movie, when they hand her the tiara, the tiara has these two parts that come down like a warrior. And now magically in the movie, she when she pulls out the tiara, now she doesn't have the, the side parts. Uh, it's just the tiara. And it's and okay, it's just a tiara. Like if now obviously because the character herself started with a tiara, but at least when they gave her the ones with the side parts that came down over her face, that's sort of a strategic thing. If someone hits you on the side of the face, you're 
side of the face you're protected. What the fuck is a tiara going to do? Not even the top of your head is covered. Unless someone punches you right in the forehead, a tiara is not going to fucking do anything. And it's it's not magical. It doesn't have any extra powers. It doesn't have a force field coming out of it or something like that. Um, so let me see. What can I say? All right. So let's start from... I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole big deal. Well, first and foremost, before the movie even starts, they have a new DC logo. You see Batman. You see Superman. You see Wonder Woman. You see The Flash. You see Aquaman. And, spoilers, Green Fucking Lantern. Now, that being said, this could be just a generic DC logo where... It's like the Marvel one. it's, It's like the Marvel one, but... This is the logo that they're putting before a movie. So I think they kind of just gave us the big giant like green light that Green Lantern is going to be in the movie uh, or going or eventually going to be brought into this extended universe. Because why would they do that? Why would they show every other character and then Green Lantern and then like, uh, okay, no, forget about it. No, we're not going to have a Green Lantern movie. Oh, he's in the logo, but he's not going to be in the movie. So that's like the first bit. Um, you know, it was really cool seeing Themyscira. Um, you know, it was cool, you know, like I read an article like, you know, they're Amazons and they have crow's feet and, and, you know, they're not all size one models or size zero models and they weren't all rail thin and, you know, they look like powerful women and I'll give you that, you know, the island looked beautiful, the, 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 the CGI of how it looked. I mean, you know, it looked like a livable world where these people lived and, and, you know, hidden from, you know, mankind and you know chris pine i got no problem with chris pine he's a handsome guy very charming you know if i was if i was gay i'd probably fucking i'd fuck him uh he's charming or whatever you know he's captain kirk uh you know i I think this movie does more for him than uh the star trek movies like showing him being him star trek i guess since he has to share the screen with so many other people um like i liked him more in this movie than i did in all and I, you know and i liked the first star trek i liked the third one but i think i liked chris pine more as an actor in wonder woman maybe because okay. he had more screen time i don't know okay you know maybe because he didn't have to share it with somebody you know where star trek you have to focus equally on everybody now here it's just him and gal gadot and of course you know all the extra characters but um so you know the movie kind of begins it's sort of a uh you know, he's the fish out of the water. You know, there's these women that have been living the same way for thousands of years and they've never seen a man before or they're aware of man, but they, you know, one hasn't been in their presence. And, you know, and you kind of got, you know, they kind of got this weird, um, it's like Greek mythology, but, you know, sort of changed up to help the story pet go along and stuff like that. So, um, you know, so now he's the fish out of water. And then, you know, it's supposed to be World War One. I, I, I kind of, once again, I, I wished they would have went with the whole, which they kind of did, but they didn't. Once again, it's kind of a spoiler. I mean, I wanted the movie to be like, okay, the first World War is happening because, you know, Ares, God of War, who's been a character in the comics since the beginning, uh, he's getting his power from this, you know, since now it's the first World War. And people are fighting. He gets his power from people. You know, as long as there's war on the planet, he's he has a source of power. Now here's the first war. So now he's getting to the point where they're going to have to put him in check because he's getting so powerful. Like he's incited the war. That's not the case in this movie. Um, it's sort of because since she, Diana is raised on the island, she's very innocent of the ways of the world. And she's like, oh, you know, well, you know, if we kill the god of war, then this war is going to end. You know, there's Ares. He's the god of war. They do kind of they kind of hint that he's getting power from the war, but they didn't really push it that hard. And, you know, it's and so she's like, basically, oh, this it's the great war. I mean, back then is World War One. They didn't say they didn't know it was World War One. They just called it the big one or the world war, the great one or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I thought, okay, um, 
you know, it would be when, when, when. Uh, so then, okay, people, here we go. Let's, now we're going to talk super spoilers. Okay, the bad guy is not the bad guy who you think it is. They keep pushing towards the, you know, they use the Germans, uh, since the Germans were the bad guys also in World War One, as they were in World War II. Uh, you know, they have this bad guy, and he's working with Dr. Poison, and who's this woman who has, like, her, look, obviously, I think, like, her face at one point was, like, melted off from one of her experiments. So she has, like, a prosthetic, like, mouth and jaw on her face. And that was pretty cool looking. I didn't mind her being kind of like the bad guy. Like, she's, she's providing all these poisons to the Germans. And, you know, they're looking for a poison that's, like, it's going to melt. You know, if you're going to wear a gas mask, it'll melt the gas mask off your face and kill you. And, you know, and it's flammable and, you know, kill people instantly. And... And, you know, you shoot into a, you know, you shoot a canister of it into a town. It's going to kill the whole town. I liked her. I even liked the, like, the guy they want you to think is Ares. You know, he's kind of, you know. But then, but part of, and that's why it was kind of, it was confusing. What was confusing is uh, Dr. Poison gives him, like, this stuff. Like, she gives him, not a poison, but she gives him, like, a serum that he, like, he sniffs. And then he becomes super powerful. Where he, like, he can fight Wonder Woman. But, you know, so I'm like, why the fuck would the god of war need to sniff super cocaine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to fucking fight Wonder Woman? Right. I'm like, you know, and then once again, so, I mean, you know, I already spoiled it this much. You know, it turns out it was like the guy that was sort of part of uh, the British Parliament. And he's and in the movie, he's portrayed, he's portrayed as like this little weak punk motherfucker who doesn't want to stand up to the Germans. But then you realize, oh, the, the, you know, he doesn't want to stand up to the Germans because it helps the war continue, you know, him not having powers. So it's this guy. And hopefully you'll get this reference. Do you ever see the cartoon, The Wild Thornberries? Yeah. It's a guy who looks like the father from The Wild Thornberries. Big nose, goofy yeah. mustache. All right, so that being said, he's Ares. He's the bad guy. But he's but what he does is I guess in this form he makes himself look like a feeble old guy, like a skinny old guy who like literally walks with a cane and stuff like that. He's Ares. So then when he transforms to Ares, like his my, my final form, my true form, he's this big muscular dude with the fucking guy's face with 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 the wild thornberries guy. Like you would think they would change his face. I mean, I guess that would be confusing for audiences, but like he has this goofy fucking face, and then, like, he's big muscular guy. The, you know, the CGI. And then, I guess, to kind of hide it, then, you know, he pulls all this metal out of the ground, like, from, like, destroyed tanks or whatever, and builds armor. And then he has the more traditional uh, Ares helmet, where, you luckily, you won't see his goofy, skinny, wild thornberry's face. Right. And so, you know... The best parts of the movie were in the commercials. The trailers spoiled this movie. I think I would have liked this movie a lot more if I didn't see any of the, any of the trailers. But, of course, nowadays there's 25 fucking minutes of commercials before the fucking movies. You know? And, or, you know, there's at least 15 minutes. Because I go to the movies, people. I mean, we started this whole episode as I talk about how I go to the movies. And I've noticed there's at least 15 minutes of trailers. And in some places, there's 25 fucking minutes of trailers <laughs> before the fucking movie. So, you know, no rush to get to the theater, people. Because there's a, going to be at least 15 minutes of commercials. And, you know, so even if I go, okay, I'm going to avoid trailers on YouTube and I'm not going to click every fucking link. Oh, you know, new The reason footage. why there's 25 minutes of trailers, by the way, is because there's so many big movies coming out this summer. Don't ask me why it has to be 25 minutes, but that's... But, I mean, it's like I'm already paying fucking $10 for a fucking ticket. 
And don't be wrong, I like trailers. I love trailers. I really do. But but or at least you know what movies you know what people who make movies stop putting all the best parts in the trailer. Right. Or 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 say because the one thing they didn't show us was Aries. And you know what? Aries was fucking boring. <laughs> and you know what it was? Also, this whole movie, the first part of the movie, was interesting and good and fun and looked like everything that the, the trailers had. And then you get to the to the final act where they're fighting fucking Ares, and it looks like a Zack Snyder movie. It looks like Batman v Superman. All of a sudden, the movie gets all dark, and she's fighting him, and, she, and he's using lightning, and she's deflecting the lightning with her, with her gauntlets and shit like that. And, or her bracelets, or whatever the fuck you want to call them. And it looks like a Zack Snyder movie. Oh, it, it, it. it gets dark and it gets, and I'm like, and I'm like, really? Did you really have to make the ending for the rest of this movie that they show how light and wonderful and everything it is? Did you really have to make the ending, you know, like a Zack Snyder movie? You know, it looks like the end of, it looks like the end of, of, of Suicide Squad. It looks like the end of Batman v Superman. And I understand that this is part of that universe. And yes, it's stuff like that's bound to happen, but Jesus Christ, the movie almost shifts. When it goes to the end, it's like, you know, like, I don't know, did Zack Snyder tell them how to make the ending or something like that? I don't know, you well, know. And I don't know if we mentioned this on the, we mentioned, I don't know if we mentioned the last podcast that Zack Snyder's. We did. He we left did. Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think we did, but. Justice oh, no, League. no, we didn't. We, we mentioned, um, what's his name doing the, the Batman movie, but yeah, we should, we yeah, can mention so, that. So, I mean, you know, and I'll be, by the time, because Paul doesn't want to fucking record, because he'd rather be with his family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that Zack Snyder, and this is old news, but uh, just for the record, Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, passed away. This was months ago. It happened two actually. months ago. They yeah. they kept their mouth shut, shut about it. And for what I understand, she was a good girl. She was involved in charities, all this other stuff. And so uh, the movie studio took a break. They said, take a break. Do what you got to do. And they even, from what I understand, from what I heard, they even offered and said, look, we'll push Justice League back to fucking October. Take what, you know, or November, like, take the time you need. And when you come back, then we'll do all the reshoots and everything like that. Zack Snyder said, you know, he took the break. And I think when it was time to come back, he said, look, I lost my daughter. I ain't coming back. You know what I'm saying? I got to be with my family. Um, so they already had Joss Whedon, uh, you know, warming up, <laughs> warming up in the bullpen, yeah. but because Joss Whedon was getting ready to do the, his Batgirl movie, or at least, you know, he's in production or whatever. And so they said, look, here's a guy who gave us two fucking Avengers movies, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's give him the fucking DC franchise. And at least at the very least, like if someone's going to take the fucking mantle of doing a Justice League movie, give it to Joss Whedon. You know, even though I didn't like Age of Ultron, you know, I could kind of understand the idea powerhouse director powerhouse movie franchise and then if i understand correctly he kind of has stated this isn't going to be a joss whedon movie i'm I'm gonna stick to Zack snyder's vision so i'm gonna make it shitty i guess is the (laughs) don't worry i'm not gonna put anything new or original or bright in this movie uh we'll keep it as shitty as Zack snyder wanted it and and much respect to the zach to the snyder family and their past daughter um but so He's kind of stepped in to do it, which makes sense. Um, there's no post-credit scene, so don't yeah. stick around. Let the people come in theater and sweep up the floor, which I didn't do. Um, the the 2009 animated movie was good. I really like the the DC. Of course, I, I like all the DC animated movies or or the ones that I've seen because Paul doesn't let me borrow the DVDs. <laughs> um, I haven't seen any of the current. Well, no, no, I did. No, I saw the Teen Titans uh, Judas Contract, which was good. Yes, it was. Not fantastic, but good. Um, it was a solid movie. It was a solid movie. Um, that being said, um, uh, there's a joke in that movie, and maybe this might have been a joke that was in the comics that I missed. And then, not that I follow Wonder Woman, 
where she eats ice cream. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's isolated. She hasn't been out in the world. She, she eats ice cream, and it's the most orgasmic, beautiful thing because she's never had anything like that before. And in the animated movie, it's so much well, it's so much done better where she eats it. She's like, oh, my God, this is ambrosia. You know, this is this is gifts from the gods, you know. And then in the movie, like, she eats it. She gets a little excited. And then, like, she tells, like, the vendor, like, you should be so proud. Because she's naive enough to think that, like, that that guy, that's the only yeah. person in the world who makes ice cream or whatever. And, like, it, they could have, that could have been such a bigger, better scene. It was better in the animated movie. And she's like, oh, your parents should be so proud. It's, you know, I, that, that. Like that was a that, once again that shows an opportunity that was could have been funny because we've seen it done before well, and it failed. It failed, and I don't want to say this movie wasn't bad. It was it's a good movie, but it wasn't a great movie. And everyone right now is fucking doing cartwheels up and down the fucking stairs talking about well, how wonderful this in, fucking I'll, movie is. I will is. eventually see it, so we'll we'll find out. And how good or bad it is. You know, but. and I don't want to... And the whole thing is, I haven't posted about it on Facebook because I don't want to shit on anybody's parade. I understand this is an important movie to a lot of people, but then again, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I'm going to keep it real with you people. The best parts of the movie were in the fucking commercial, and the one parts they kept out of the fucking commercial was the fucking... was was Hades, Hades or whatnot, Aries or whatever, and Aries was fucking corny as shit. The wild thornberries with muscles and a fucking iron <sighs> helmet. You know, it was, you know, it was good. It wasn't great. Maybe it's a good leap off point. You know, maybe now, now that we got to know her a little bit, maybe it'll make her, make us like her a little. And, but not for nothing. It didn't make me like her more in Batman v Superman. Like, if I go back and back and watch Batman v Superman, it's not like, I'm like, oh, there's this big, great, grand story behind this chick. Oh, we got to watch her. No, she's still the best part of Batman v Superman. This movie didn't enhance it, you know, and I, maybe it'll, maybe it'll enhance her, her performance in Justice League. I don't know. But it's a good movie, but it wasn't fucking great, and it isn't this great grand ground baking thing. Maybe you know, okay, this will open the door and pave the way for you know Captain Marvel and 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 who's the other one that everyone wants to fucking you know? Well, they'd uh, like to see uh, <coughs> what's her name have a movie too, like a Black Widow movie yeah. or or Captain Marvel. Uh, or, you know, and I mean, there's a million female characters, you know, if they ever wanted to do maybe a She-Hulk movie or something like that, uh, you know, but, you know, uh, once again, that's why I've kind of kept my mouth shut because I know I'm a miserable, hateful, negative prick, but I don't want to shit on any, I don't want to shit on anybody's parade because Wonder Woman wasn't that great. Well, um, and I think that's gonna be it for now. That's gonna be it. I think <laughs> we actually went a whole episode without the heat clicking on. It took us to get to sixty-five degree don't weather. Wait, it might happen. Well, but if it happens now, I don't care. Um, but uh, I, I really like this episode. Uh, it, it's probably one of our better ones from recent episodes. But uh, if you'd like to learn more about the show, if you're new, welcome. Uh, please visit two strangers one podcast.net where you can find all things show related. First and foremost, you can find uh, links to our iTunes. So if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us there. Download us to your iPhone, your iPad, or iPod. If you don't have those items, you can find us on the Stitch Wrap. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Uh, Stitcher, who, I'm not going to lie, I love them, and I use their product. That's how I listen to podcasts. But recently, they've been they've been having server issues, and they were down for a couple of days. And, like, my, my, one, my one beef with Stitcher, and I understand they, have, they, they do it to make money, but, like, now recently, if you listen to your podcast while you're online, sometimes, and maybe it's just me, and maybe because my phone's a piece of shit, like randomly in the middle of an episode, it'll just play a commercial, and it's like a Stitcher commercial. And you know, and I understand if they're co- if they're like you could find our podcast on Stitcher, 
and I understand that for for the for the for them making us available, it's not fucking free, <laughs> you know. And I understand that you know, but I, I don't know for some reason it just it's kind of jarring. I can understand like at the end of an episode or even even before an episode plays, you want to have a commercial, which I get and does. I know definitely before an episode it'll play a commercial if you're online. Um, but I've noticed, and once again, it could be because I have a shitty phone or something, and maybe my data connection isn't that great. But like, uh, it'll play a fucking commercial like in the middle of an episode, no, f- with no prompt or anything. You know, at least like we'll be right back or something. Now we'll word from Stitcher or something to that effect. So as much as I love Stitcher, they are the they are my primary how I primarily listen to podcasts, and you know, any podcast worth listening to, you know, Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, Kevin Smith's Modcast, This American Life, Mark Marin, and of course, Paulie's other baby. The Toonami Faithful Podcast. All of those podcasts are available on the Stitcher app. The only Toonami podcast you should be listening to. And if you're someone like me... <laughs> well, you can listen to the show. You can listen to the, the, the showdown. But, the, you know, other than that, the those Toonami are the only two Faithful, podcasts. Which is, you know, which will... Which, um, well, we're still waiting on Paul's uh, approval for the press pass. I hope it happens. Which will... Which the deadline's, in a, the, the deadline's in a couple of days. But it's going to be fun... Me and Paul, pretty much living together for four days. Oh God! Going to <laughs> I'm so fucked. Because we're going to be working all day together in, 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 so in the con, and then when we're not in the con, you're coming to my fucking house. I mean, unless you're going to get a fucking hotel room, so you're nope. you're going to be stuck nope. on my ass. I'm free. I, I'm free. Ro- I'm freeloading. Yeah, but that being said, I mean, if, I, I mean, have to bring a cover with me. I have my, to bring a pillow. My my mom will feed you good. Oh um, God! But uh, so. She one of those ones where she gives you like you're gonna eat this. You're gonna eat this, and if you don't, if you want a little bit, tell her you don't want anything. <laughs> if you want a lot, tell her you want a little bit. If you don't want anything, you're gonna have to shoot her because she's gonna give you food. So uh, basically, I'm gonna come home fat. Is you're what gonna you're come, well, come home fatter. Now, <laughs> I will fucking murder you. <laughs> but that okay, no. But that being said, so we're still waiting on Paul's uh, approval for the press pass for New York Comic Con. But his other baby, the Tommy Faithful podcast, is what's actually getting us our our press pass into Comic Con. And That's I was true. already approved. Our cameraman uh, Matt Cartelli was already approved. Well, he got approved in like what two seconds? Yeah. Well, Matt. I mean, Matt jumps. I Matt is a good soldier. He 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 takes care of things. I'm just lazy and and and. You know, it's gonna be really funny. I'm lazy I'm gonna and just, poor. He's gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to this panel. Okay, give me your camera." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Yeah, well, I got this we'll make shit. it come to put it to good use. Um, oh, we're gonna put it to good use. Yeah, and and uh, so that being said, uh, now when you have <laughs> when you have the Stitcher app, I li- I use the listen later option and the available offline option. Um, that way, when you're in a place that has Wi-Fi, you could listen to your pod, you download your podcast, and then listen to them later. So you're not killing your data plan, you're not killing your battery, and you know, and actually, when you're listening to podcasts, your phone will last a long time because you know. I've gone and done, done done laundry for a couple of hours, and you know I take forever folding, and you know listen to pot, and like it barely puts a dent in your battery life. Um, then again, it could be a phone to phone base. If your phone sucks, it's your phone sucks. Oh, um, let me see. Um, <coughs> okay, and then of course our main hosting site, uh, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, you can find it on SoundCloud.com. You can find us on the SoundCloud app. Um, I I still haven't figured out if you can download them or not. I make them available for download on the website. I think on Apple devices you can download them. Android, I'm still having a problem uh, with the Android app when it comes to SoundCloud. But you can use the SoundCloud app to listen. But, to but you can listen. So you can find us on the SoundCloud SoundCloud app. That they are our main. Um, they are the main site that hosts the actual podcast. 
Um, we are on the Google Play Store, but I don't really know anybody who uses the Google Play Store for, yeah. for SoundCloud. Um, if you want to write us the way Oscar did, you can write us at uh, two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, two strangers one podcast. And contri- contribute to the show as well as Oscar does. You know, one episode he's bashing Jen. Uh, the, I mean, one one email is bashing Jen. The next email he's bashing me, and then the next email he's saying happy anniversary. Well, that kind of feedback we love, and we'd like to get more from um, our listeners. Um, and of course, Oscar, keep up the good work. You know, uh, but you can write us uh, now. Of course, we want your money. We need your money, and one day we will have a Patreon. Um, but if you want to support the show and it takes two seconds and it's absolutely free, go on Facebook, facebook.com slash two strangers, one podcast, like the episode, share the episode on your page, share it anywhere, share it everywhere, you know, put it, put it you know, share it on your friend's page. Say, these guys are funny. I love them. They're great. Listen to the podcast. Um, so once again, that would be way to support the show, uh, without spending a dime. Uh, and it works for us. Um, we're on Twitter at stranger podcast. I keep neglecting it. And for the episodes now recently, you know, once someone once we switch servers over to SoundCloud, um, all the older episodes, even though this podcast has been on for five years, we've only had episodes from the past couple of months. If you want to find old episodes, you could go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast, and you can find all five years worth of podcasts if you want to listen to. I can't tell you to click like. I can't tell you to click on the ads before the video, and I can't tell you to click on ads during the video. But if you do. Um, it does go and support the show and, you know, I have, I'll have a whole dollar and 21 cents. Um, and you could also find my stranger vlogs on our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe to that also because we need more subscribers so I can get a more, I can get a personalized, uh, website. So it's not youtube.com slash four, six, eight, nine, two, four, two Q X. It's all about W pi, uh, whatever. Um, you know, where I, I could, we actually get like, you know, face, it's not happening, it's not happening yet, but we could actually get YouTube slash two strangers, one podcast or something like that, or YouTube slash two S one P or something. And people don't be fucking trolls and sense take those before we get them. Um, I can't think of anything else to acquiesce the floor to you, sir. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pasquillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pasquillo. And uh, you can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrello. And, of course, you can email me. It's paulpascrello at tsunamifaithful.com if you want to talk to me about things. So there you go. And let me see. I didn't provoke it. You provoked it. I just let it happen. Just saying that for the record. Not you in particular. I'm just talking out loud. Um, we certainly hope you enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording Two Strangers, One Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm... Wait. We hope you enjoyed listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fappy. Hit the end STD free people. That's what happens when you fap all the time. Oh my god. You don't get herpes. Alright, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want your Double it? Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee hee hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. And punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. Oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure I didn't write this? <laughs>
Uh, I, I smell sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show. I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up. Chris Colon come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. You could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.